Here we are then in one of the great palaces of art, the Rijksmuseum in Amsterdam. It reopened last year with a bang after a 10-year rest and it's had millions of visitors in just a few months. Look at them all, enjoying Holland's hoard of the best of its own and international art from the year dot to modernism. It's all in this cathedral of art, this church dedicated to looking at things. It's all been going so well. Too well, thought Rijksmuseum director Wim Pybers, as we invited the philosopher Alain de Botton to act like the punk he is and make an intervention in the Rijksmuseum's permanent collection. But why does he need to intervene? What's wrong with it? Most museums are, are arranged through, through centuries, 18th century, 19th century, etc. That's a really banal way of organising material. I think it's much more interesting to do it by the big themes, and the themes that touch us all. Money, love, sex, relationships, work, politics. It's kind of stuff that, that we're all engaged with. Alain de Botton's intervention takes the form of large post-it notes designed by Irma Baum and stuck on those gunmetal grey walls as an obvious add-on to the curatorial labels on date, materials, provenance. He's called it artist therapy because he thinks that art is a tool for understanding the mess of life, that art can be utilised to make us realise simple truths about what we're all doing here. It's not therapy in the sense of you know, three times a week on a couch, it's the therapeutic dimension of art which I think was always there. It's therapeutic in the very loose sense of the word. Let's imagine you're looking at a picture with a big open view. Sometimes in our own life, we're like up against our problems, we feel a bit claustrophobic. So a picture of a wide open view can for a moment just open our minds and open our, ourselves to you know, better horizons. De Botton is keen to use the works he's selected as keys with which to unlock our own curiosities, doubts, hopes and fears and use them to fix them think that glamorous things only happen to other people? Take a look at Vermeer's Little Street, the ordinary celebrated as such and immortalised in oils. Worried that the powerful in society are ganging up on you? Take solace from Dujardin's Regents of Spinhouse. They're not so bad, are they? In this therapeutic intervention, de Botton also wants to change the function of the museum and the collection of art and artefacts it houses. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a cathedral or a museum, or is it a hospital in disguise? It's about trying to get things that you can use for your life. It's a bit punk, it's unconventional, but it works. You know what we're going to ask here, don't you? How does it work? Well, it's based on looking not beyond art history or the conventional understanding and interpretation of art, but by looking at it very head on. See this golden age still life of the fat of the land, other people's land, it's a painting about what trade and industry can achieve. Look at these exotic fruits, expensively and perilously brought to Amsterdam from the Dutch colonies, only nibbled at and now left to spoilt pets. A dandy little dog, a cheeky monkey. But de Botton's got a more full frontal way of seeing it. Consumerism is a word with which we've got a really negative uh, relationship. This, in a way, is a picture that helps us to reconnect with some of the more positive sides of consumption. You've got things here that show off the industry, the ingenuity of trade and of a kind of dynamic commercial society. Most people have forgotten about appreciation of sensory things like a lemon, um, and uh, this is a very useful tool for kind of getting us to rethink commerce, really. Snap! I don't know about you, but this therapy is beginning to work on me. I'm feeling great. But lemons are not the only fruit, remember. 
This next celebratory painting of a bowl of strawberries might seem a bit banal, a bit whatever, a bit, and this, according to Botton, is seen as one of the worst things a painting can be, a bit decorative or just plain pretty. If you're on the verge of divorce, go and look at these strawberries. This painter looked at strawberries like he'd never seen them before. Love is based on appreciation. We fall out of love when we fall out of the habit of appreciating. This is a guidance not just to how to look at strawberries, it's a guidance to how to look at everything in our lives, including perhaps our spouses. There's a bit of not overlooking the obvious going on in artist therapy, and why not? The elephant in the room at the Rijksmuseum is Rembrandt's The Night Watch, a symbol of Holland's artistic might and celebration of its burghers ensuring order where feudalism failed. It's huge, this painting, but due to its fame, it's hard to spot it in such a crowded gallery with everyone craning to look. De Botton arches his eyebrow nicely here. What this tells us about life is how much we hate crowds, he says. Perhaps most interestingly and most wittily, de Botton wants us to embrace the museum gift shop, saying that most visitors are far more comfortable in front of the one euro postcard than we are in front of the priceless original. What sort of inferences can be drawn from what's for sale in here and how we behave in these alluring emporiums devoted to reproductions on tea towels, playing cards and umbrellas? The problem with most museums is they've got stuff that's so expensive, so old and so famous that we just, you know, freeze up. In a way, what we're trying to do is relax people into behaving with these works of art a little bit like you might behave with a postcard. Personally, I write notes on the backs of mine. I'm intensely relaxed around postcards. Sometimes I even post them away. But in the gift shop where retail and art meet, fascinating flight paths are described and inferences drawn. I think the proper role of a museum gift shop is to uh, try and find a way in which the lessons of the art uh, can find a way to live once you've left the museum. And the normal way is to simply imprint the name or a picture on a tea towel or on a mug, say that this is a Vermeer tea towel. Now, I appreciate that we want to hold on to something that's special in museums, but I wonder if the tea towel is the best way to do it. So I would love nothing more than to redesign many of the world's gift shops. And the way to do it would be not to get the Vermeer tea towel, but to find the sort of tea towel that Vermeer would have loved. Now that's good. Again, we are reacting to de Botton like we should be reacting to the art. This new look at mostly secular art is also telling us that it'll be okay. We're all in it together, but that we won't be going to heaven, but neither is there a hell. Art is therapy is reacting to art, and de Botton is provoking a reaction without being, well, provocative. For Monocle in Amsterdam, I'm Robert Bound.